0: Welcome to Marketing with Confidence. I'm your host, Mary Ann Amies. We're going to be talking all things digital and online marketing for business owners and marketing professionals. If you've been feeling overwhelmed by your digital marketing, be sure to listen along and you'll hear tips, interviews and more that will give you the confidence to create marketing you love. Welcome back to another episode of Marketing with Confidence. Today, we're going to talk about the power of personal brands for small business. The rise of personal branding has really, I guess, taken over in the last maybe five years around, around that as social media has become more, I guess, human and, and more approachable. I often get asked about Instagram and, you know, is the aesthetic of the profile still, uh, you know, as important as it once was was deemed? And And to be honest, we see that, Most social media platforms are moving to a more organic and and real feeling, a more unedited uh, style. I mean, certainly with the rise of TikTok, we can see that the, you know, the real, the raw, the, you know, largely unedited, that is the content that's really resonating with people right now. And, you know, this then leads us into personal brands and the impact that we as a face behind a brand can have. Personal branding is is an area, I guess that some business owners struggle with. And you know the other week in our uh, monthly content meeting, my team and I were discussing, you know is it possible to build a business now without some sort of personal branding a, you know a small business is is the key to success in the current market, really having a face to the brand? And so I wanted to jump on today and talk a little bit more about the power of personal branding. And also, I guess, give some alternate thoughts of what to do if if you can't attach a personal identity to your brand and how you can still leverage and maximize. I wrote an episode uh, and, and recorded it. Gee, I think it might be one of my first episodes, maybe episode three or episode four. And it was all about you, the marketing vehicle. And in this episode, I discussed how... You know, it can be so challenging to put yourself in front of the camera. It can be so challenging to put yourself at the forefront of your brand because you, the person, may not have that extroverted character or you, the person, doesn't want to draw attention to yourself. But we almost become the marketing vehicle of our businesses. And and you know, it's sort of separating identities almost like an actor on stage would and, and use a marketing vehicle, you know, might need to step up and be forefront of that brand identity. And there's a there's a power in it and and there's certainly a reward in it. When I think about personal branding, I think right now it's the biggest USP, so unique selling point that small businesses have. It's where we can go toe-to-toe with big brands in a way that they just can't access the market. If we think of, you know, look at my business, I in the last year and a half have committed to building my personal brand alongside my agency brand. And, you know, that's 12 years after, you know, building an agency and, and largely hiding behind it that I've decided to step out and and own my expertise and use my personal brand to you know legitimize my agency and vice versa use my agency to legitimize my personal brand if i compare that to a you know a huge marketing agency they are largely faceless you know you might think of say you know even advertising agencies like sachin Saatchi, they're so big but they're largely faceless we don't think of you know, the person behind it. We don't necessarily see them on social media talking about their journey or their struggles or their team or their vision. So, we don't connect to them the same way. And to be honest, it's the same across all industries. If you're a boutique accounting firm and you are the owner the conversations that you have, the voice of authority that you can create is completely different to KPMG that has 75,000 partners. They they become faceless organizations. If you are a a candle maker, you know, yes, Glasshouse Candles has an amazing, huge reputation, but there's no human connection. There's no personal story. You're a candle maker with a beautiful personal story. There's an opportunity for me to connect with that story, buying into you and therefore buying into your brand. So, personal branding is about telling the story of the people, it's about humanizing brands, it's about being more, more, you know, bringing the touch points back to the heart almost rather than just this is the benefit I provide it's this is my story and this is how I got here. And so when we build that personal brand alongside our you know our physical brand, there's a there's a glow on both parties and you know we can think of different beauty products and 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 different you know brands in the wellness space. A great example is JS Health. So when JS Health started, it was very much about her journey and about, you know, her coming up with these vitamins and supplements because of her own health and her own needs. And we bought into her story. As the brand has grown, she can pull back from being, you know, the the core face of the brand if she needs to. But that personal story of of a woman, you know, having a need and, and seeking a solution for it. Is, is what we buy into, you know, it, it's the same way that, you know, things like Sam Wood's 28 Days with Sam Wood, you know, it was his personal brand. He, you know, he did The Bachelor, we kind of got some brand awareness of him as a person. And then he goes on to build this fitness empire, but we're bought into him as well as the business. And and so, you know, it means from the ground up, there's that personal connection, we're kind of in it for multiple reasons. So when we're looking to build a personal brand, I guess the stumbling point for most business owners is it does mean putting your face out there. And it surprises my clients when I tell them that I I feel discomfort with it. I I mean, I love speaking, obviously. I could speak on a stage and I have to thousands of people. And honestly, it it doesn't rattle me. I love it. It energizes me but talking to my camera on my phone and and you know engaging with my own reflection it does it stumbles me and i also you know i i forget to do it i don't prioritize it i feel self conscious so you know there's so many barriers for myself and i know that i'm quite an extroverted uh confident person so i can understand when business owners you know, look at me, and their face just goes gray when I say you have to get on the camera. i'm I'm working with a a new skincare brand at the moment and it's developed by a doctor. and he's he's older now, and every meeting, I bring up the fact that he's you know I'm going to need him to be in some photos and some videos. and every single meeting he's like, no, absolutely not. And his, his wife is, you know, has been in the business with him and, and she agrees with me and I just sort of have to chip away. So every single meeting I just bring it up and I say, right, so when we launch and um, obviously, you know, we're going to need you in some photos and videos and I just sort of keep writing and don't, don't let him have any time to, to dispute it because I know and and what I've explained to him is that's the power Uh, you know, the personal brand brings connection. It brings advocacy. If I can buy into you as a person and you feel credible and trustworthy and authentic, I'm already so much more engaged with your brand than if it's just a beautiful logo and packaging. So building a brand, uh, you know, a personal brand is about opening yourself up. It's about being present. It's about Standing for something, so you know whatever your product or service may be, you need to get really clear on your personal why. You know, channel your Simon Sinek and look at your why. Like, why did you go down this path? What is the story of it? What is your purpose? What drives you? What's your passion? What was your struggle? What was your um? You know, what was your turning point? What is the relatable part of your story? That your target market will engage with. It's also about what's your voice of authority? What do you want to be known as? What, you know, what does your business represent you as being the best of, or you as being uh the expert in? You know, I um I myself, you know, I want to help people maximize their digital marketing through strategy and performance tracking. So that's my position of authority i want to build my voice around the fact that you know i've got decades of marketing experience and strategy and performance tracking uh, you know uh, it's almost the start and the end of the marketing cycle they are what i want to help other people to to maximize and and to some way understand so you know you might again if we think of the candle maker your voice of authority might be about sustainability so it might be that you want to be known as a as a candle maker that makes sustainable choices or um again if you're the you know the accounting firm example your voice of authority may be that um you know that understanding your your profit and loss is you know needs to be at the forefront of every business owner's mind or that not not you know non numbers people can can Uh, achieve financial literacy in their business. So, you know, whatever it might be, you need to find your your voice of authority and then you need to create content that supports it. So when we think of building our personal brand, again, I, I feel like a broken record sometimes, but it won't surprise you. You know, we need to start with our target market, who are we wanting to market to and what parts of our story are going to be most relevant to them then you know leveraging that personal brand as a small business is about creating those moments of connection so using your social media to not just showcase your product to not just showcase your service but to build a one to one relationship or a one to many relationship we want our target market to feel like they've got that access to us that you know we're a dm away if they have a question we want them on the journey they we want them you know tied into our 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 successes and and our losses we you know we want to tell them our struggles and you know they'll band behind us and then we want to tell them you know all the wonderful things and know that they're cheering us on so it's it's really about community and and possibly you know with the the last 2 to 3 years that we went through that feeling of community online is is even more important people are looking for those connections and they're looking for um, you know that greater sense of of community of the tribe of you know not having a, a one to nothing social media engagement experience you know mindless scrolling liking they want to actually reply to a story and then have that you know that business reply back to them or comment on a post and have a really human reply come back rather than something that's a little bit you know corporate corporate standard lines, which again, comes back to that big brand versus small brand uh, competitive advantage that, that we have as small business owners. We can choose our tone of voice to be whatever we want. We can be as funny as we want. We can be as irreverent as we want. We don't have to conform to the ideals of that big corporate. We can be as human as we want. And I can tell you one thing, the more human that you are, the more that community will build. So, you know, leveraging your personal brand also means, you know, looking for collaborations and partnerships where other businesses that leverage their personal brands are a great fit. It's about getting out there and, you know, networking and going to events and, you know, putting your personal brand in in that real-life scenario and, and building, you know, those connections. Um, you know, it's about building, as I said before, trust, credibility, and customer loyalty. Nothing does that more than a one-to-one relationship. And and, and another interesting story, you know, I had a, a client sort of say to me, they haven't done so well online. You know, they've, they've launched their business online and they're just finding their sales aren't as great online. But when they were at the markets they did really well and they would sell really well at markets. And this is a a client that doesn't, you know, doesn't feel comfortable pursuing a personal brand. And we have discussed that at length. And I pointed out, you know, what do you think the difference is between when you're at markets and when you're online? And they said, oh, I don't, you know, not sure, don't know. And I said, I think it might be you, you know, at a market, Everyone's having a one-to-one relationship with you. They're seeing your passion. They're hearing your story. They're, you know, seeing your engagement with your products online. They don't get any of that. And, you know, again, it just shows that that personal brand, uh, you know, there's nothing quite like it. And and that's why small business can leverage and, and maximize that. So I guess, you know, this then poses the question, what do you do? If you don't want to or can't, or, um, you know, so like admittedly, some people can't build a personal brand because they may still be in a corporate career and they're building their small business on the side and it's not appropriate for them to start talking about it yet. And I've definitely worked with a lot of clients in that space. Um, and there's other clients where, you know, and, and other people, and this might be you, where the confidence and the appetite for putting yourself to camera and being vulnerable and, you know, share, it's just not for you. And to be honest, that's okay. You know, as much as this is an opportunity, there are other ways. And, and, and I do, you know, I do really passionately believe in personal branding, but like everything. we just have to find different strategies if that's not for you and and I do think that there's a there's a missed opportunity, but you know it's there's there's definitely other things that we can do. So if you want to build your brand without a personal brand component, some top tips for you would be to invest heavily in content creators. So um, using content creators, and I did a great podcast with Alex Mills uh, a few weeks back about um, content creators, and he had amazing tips. So please go and listen to that on how to find content creators to work with. But what content creators can give you is UGC. And UGC is user-generated content. And generally, they will put their faces to it. So these are people that are building their personal brands And so if you can get your product or your service in their hands, they can then talk about it. And if you negotiate usage of their, you know, their posts and their content, then you've got some really great human content that you can start sharing. So the, you know, the perfect thing is then you've got like face to camera content, you've got people talking about it. There's advocacy in that because those people have built up their audiences, they've built up trust and if they've already attracted your target market, it's a bit of a shortcut for you to get your brand in front of your target market with advocacy using those content creators. So I would heavily uh, encourage you to pull through content creators. Depending on your budget, you could number two consider a brand ambassador. So assigning a face, you know, of your business. So a content creator based on a longer relationship, you know, for example, a six-month relationship. Where they're you know, on a longer term of of either using your services or using your product um and and working with you and and documenting that and and sharing content about that. Uh, You know, in the example of the skincare business, definitely a strategy that I've put forward is to try work with a longer term ambassador who can talk about the journey with the product, who can showcase skin beforehand, talk about skin during, uh, map out changes, map out people's responses you know, showcase how easy it is to use the brand, showcase them traveling with the, you know, the simple products with them, all that sort of stuff over a longer period uh, builds a more genuine uh response as well. You know, sometimes the in and out content creator style content can be a bit ad hoc. And I think it works well for things like fashion and makeup and, you know, but if there's a a, a longer process time, so like skincare, or even like a service, like a, you know, um, like a HR consultant or something like that, you would want a longer, you know, a longer run of content to show that legitimacy and build that story as well. So a third, um, you know, a third idea, if personal branding is off the table for you, would be to think about how you can humanize your content without your face. So um, I, again, with my skincare client this week, I was talking about Rob the Dentist. I don't know if anyone remembers Rob the Dentist who couldn't show his face on TV back in the 80s or 90s. Um, So, you know, how can you have your hands in posts? How can you have um, a back three-quarter shot of you? You know, if you're not comfortable to talk to camera, are you comfortable to be in the background. You know, a lot of reels that work really well are when you just record yourself doing something and have a voiceover or even just a text overlay on top. Um that works really well on TikTok as well, like the get ready with me or see a day in my life, those sorts of things. Um you don't have to talk to the camera. You just set yourself up on a tripod and if you set it on time lapse And you record for half an hour. You only end up with about a minute. And it's so quick. And, uh, you know, it does still feel personal, but it might not feel as invasive for you as well. But, you know, think about how you can use some first-person captions coupled with elements of yourself within it that don't involve perhaps direct face to camera as well. So we still get a feeling of you and who you are, but, you know, you don't have that invasiveness of, of direct to camera, if that's a concern for you. Um, and then the last idea or the, you know, the last point, I guess, if you can't, or, or, you know, aren't comfortable with building your personal brand is to invest more heavily in ads. Um, I've been speaking to a lot of clients lately about their marketing strategy and, and saying, you know, essentially, we've got two approaches to, to growth. We have time or we have money. So if we have time, we can spend less money at, at once <laughs> and know that growth will just take a longer amount of time. So a slow and steady growth if we don't have time, so we need results fast, then we need money. And we need money because we can accelerate our growth through paid ads and through paid marketing strategies a lot faster than we can with organic only. So, if personal branding is is not an avenue for you, I would absolutely consider that your budget may need to involve more uh, ads and and maybe that's Google Ads, maybe that's social ads. We very much depend on your target market. And also, uh, there's a podcast episode a little back on Google Ads versus social ads, and and who they could be right for. So I'd encourage you to listen to that. Um, but you know, it's it's a way to get directly to your target market. If you had that content creator UGC, that's amazing to put back through social ads to build some of this credibility and trust. If you don't. Thinking about how you can build connection and and really talk to your target market in in pure alignment and let them understand that you you know can meet their needs that you can create pleasure points for them as well. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode uh, on you know establishing and the power of a personal brand. And I hope there's some good pointers in there for people that aren't ready to step into a personal brand. I'd love to hear from you feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn or Instagram and tell me where you're at with your personal brand and what you're thinking about after this episode. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode. If you don't want to miss one, make sure you subscribe to the show in your podcast app. And if you love it, be sure to share it with friends and colleagues who you think could benefit from increasing their digital marketing confidence. Want more? Head to marianamies.com to find out how you can work with me directly, to reach out to have me speak at your event, or to grab yourself some free resources.